Welcome back to the Risk 11 podcast, season 4, episode 5. And in this podcast, we're just going to talk about and just chill out for a bit. And we're just going to talk about my day and what happened, what's been going on with me. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. This should be a fun podcast or a fun episode. <coughs> Sorry about my throat, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. And yeah, let's just roll the podcast. BTW guys, if you guys didn't know, this podcast is sponsored by Risk 11. If you ever guys want to watch really cool videos, just want to watch and chill out, relax, watch Risk 11. Either way, I hope you guys enjoy. Let's roll the footage and the podcast. Enjoy. Let's go. And welcome back to the podcast. So in today's podcast, we're just going to chill, talk, and yeah. So let's just get into it. So in case you guys did not know, uh, Wednesday, or Wednesday or Tuesday last week was my birthday. I was I became twenty two years old. No more, no more kiddie jokes. No more fun. Come an adult, feel miserable. You've got bills to pay. Uh, you've got mortgages to pay. You've got to think about your future and all this miserable stuff. So, yeah. Most kids right now like to pretend... Most 22-year-olds like to pretend, oh, well, I've got something figured out. I'm sure we've got something in the works. But half the time, most of them probably don't. They're either still in university or they're completely dulled out of their mind. But, yeah. <clears throat> not as young as I once was. But, yeah. Uh, not bad. And, yeah, like, not not a lot's happened. I, I think I released... I, yeah, I created a new song today. I think I want to let you guys hear it, actually. Where's my phone? Where's Oh, uh, I just have to let my phone charge for my other phone. Charge. Yeah, what back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to let my phone charge for a bit. But yeah, uh, I don't know anymore. I really do not know anymore. Probably should release a new song or one of my new songs with a new album. I don't know. To be quite honest with you, I don't know anymore. People say I cannot wait to get, I cannot wait to grow up. I cannot wait to get older. I say to that. Try to stay as young as possible. It's nothing good happens when you're old. You can't walk. You realize that you realize you're twenty more steps into treading into your grave. And you realize a lot of other stuff. Uh, here's some advice I would have give, I would give to my younger self. I've probably said this about a thousand times. First of all. 
I would have probably liked to invest money when I was younger. I'm not the, the smartest guy in the bush. <coughs> I was never the smartest kid in school, guys. Uh, actually, I had to go to a school. People thought it was that dumb that I had to go to a school for learning difficulties. When in all actuality, there's nothing really wrong with me. Like, I'm pretty smart. So what? I'm not smart fucking business-wise. So, no, not me. Uh, so what? I'm not smart like conventional we might ways. I'm not the smartest guy when it comes to conventional ways, like doing math. When you ever gonna actually fucking need to do math? Well, let's be honest here. When are you gonna actually need to do math? You might need it for certain jobs, but you don't. I don't think you really need to do it for, for certain jobs as long as you can figure out like what's happening, as long as you can read fundamentals and read stuff. So, what made me want to become an investor or become a, become an entrepreneur and an investor? Well, they all started like last year. I really, I, I liked Wolf of Wall Street. That movie got me into it. I thought like, well, I like Wolf of Wall Street. Maybe I can do this. They can do it. Why can't I? I wasn't really looking to get to the sales thing. I was looking for maybe like literally just to look into buy assets cheap and hold them long term. So yeah, I missed out on, I missed out on Google. I missed out on Amazon. I missed out on Facebook. I missed out on Apple. I'm not going to miss out on Tesla. I kind of missed that bit out on Tesla. Uh, I kind of missed out a bit on Tesla. Why? I but I still was able to make a decent amount of money. I was in it before it went up. I was in at three hundred a share, four hundred a share, or even a hundred a share at one point before it even went to went to two grand. So yeah, I I think I got in, in Tesla pretty early. Uh. uh I haven't gotten, I got into, I haven't bet, bet the ball on Palantir yet. I think Palantir, in case you guys didn't know Palantir, going to revolutionise the world. Going to revolutionise the way that we, way businesses work. They've just signed, they've just signed, they, they have, this is not public information I don't think. I don't think a lot of, Wall Street's not talking about, but they've signed, Palantir have just signed a, signed a deal with Microsoft to allow them to, to pretty much integrate their their Palantir software into Microsoft products and services. So literally, those clients are so Microsoft's like like uh, Microsoft's like freaking operational clients. They're pretty much Palantir's. All they're going to become Palantir's operational clients. They've signed a deal with Amazon. I think they've probably already signed a deal with Tesla. They signed a deal. They've got. They just did a deal with Data Robot. In case you guys don't know what Data Robot is, Data Robot is a company that literally does what Palantir was needing to do. They're in an industry that Palantir needs to do needs to be in so they can stay to help them grow their business. They've got a product that literally can pretty much make them like a monopoly in the freaking retail like the AI retail space. Right. So yeah, they've got a monop they've got a monop don't tell the FCC, but I think they've got a monopoly in the data industry. And they've only got like but they're only worth forty five billion. 
you guys, people don't realise it, but data, it's the new bloody oil. Data. Every company in this world uses data, gets data from their, their consumers and customers. Every time you buy, every time you buy something on Amazon, it is turned into data. Every time that you you sell something, it's turned into data. Every time you post something to social media, it is turned into data, which is used to target ads to you. Every time that you purchase something in a store, like in a retail supermarket, and I mean the retail supermarkets, I mean like the traditional supermarkets, it is turned into data. I don't think people realise this. Your consumer, in case you guys don't know, and I will tell you this, it might be sad, I'll break your heart. I know you guys might not like it or like to hear this, but everything that we do is monitored. Conversations on our phone right now are probably monitored. Everybody is listening, always listening. So, like, every time that you have a conversation with your wife and your phone is nearby, you're talking, you're pretty much talking to an invisible third person. So, yeah. Every time that you're on your phone, you're probably talking to an invisible person called called Siri. And it, it goes for everybody, every platform. Every time that you're, ta- you're, you're buying something on Amazon, Amazon's probably listening to you. And they're probably tracking volumes like that, tracking you. They're probably listening to what you're buying. Instead of, like, freaking... Uh, Siri, it's Alexa that's listening. In case you guys did not know, Alexa, Amazon's Alexa, Amazon have been smart here. These guys finessed everybody. They were able to get convince thousands or millions, hundreds of millions of people to uh, to put a pretty much put a voice recording camera in their home. So every time you talk about freaking Amazon, they're they're probably listening. The same thing is probably being done right now with Apple. I would not put it past them. And. If anybody thinks that there is free speech in this world, or anybody who thinks that literally there is peace and quiet, like, even if you don't have a phone, you're probably still being watched. We're in this world where literally, and we're in a world now where literally, and we are pretty much being monitored like cats and like babies every single day. Every pro- most federal governments are probably listening to you on your phone. Don't Don't make me cry. I'm not going to lie to you, they probably are. I would not be surprised if literally there are cameras in the toilets. So every time you take a shit in a public toilet, there are probably cameras. So yeah, there's probably some sick fuck in a camera watching people take craps. I'm not trying to be mean, I'm not trying to be scare you or scare you, but it's just the world we live in. That's one of the reasons why... I'm kind of, this is one of the reasons why I'm sketchy. I don't particularly like to go to the loo. Well, not the loo, but go go for go for a crap in public places. Because I reckon, and I believe, there is probably cameras about. Like, 
probably inside the toilet or pointed up. I definitely know there's cameras everywhere. I, I'm not saying that your, your favourite supermarkets probably do that. Well, I am probably implying it. Yeah, they probably do. They need to... Yeah, of course there's going to be cameras there. They need to know that you're not trying to smuggle something up your rectum and escape up the freaking thingy. They, they don't. I bet they don't presume it all, that someone would actually do that, but they 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 take precautions. And yeah, uh, they take precautions. Uh, but yeah, they take precautions. They they probably have stuff there. I'm not saying it's the nicest thing to know that you're being watched every twenty four seconds, but it's just the way we live in. It's just the world we live in. Let me talk about companies I think are going to get disrupted. And I know you might not hear that like this, and I know you might not like this, what I'm about to say. And some of you guys will probably hate me. You guys will probably be upset. You guys probably don't want... You guys don't like change. No one likes change. But change is good. Change change brings along good, thing, good things. You get, No one likes good technology. People hated iPhone back in the day. People hated BlackBerry. People hated the fact that iPhone was coming on the market stealing up BlackBerry and Nokia's sales. They came up with a consuming product that everybody liked. It became mainstream. Everybody used it. It became worldwide. And the reason why it came worldwide was because it was easy to use. Simplified. People and companies, people think that everything needs to be so complicated. It doesn't. Why freaking complicate things? Make it simplified. Simplify it so the basic moron or the basic person can fucking understand it. Don't make it complicated. Like, you see all these automotive cars and that. Like, let's say an Audi, Audi, freaking BMW, Range Rover. So many things are unnecessary. Unnecessary parts. Unnecessary parts are not needed. Simplify things. Get rid of the stuff you don't need. Slowly take out everything until you all all you've got is a body and an engine, and maybe a set of wheels. You just at the end of the day, there are some thing, companies that literally leave that have thousands and I mean thousands of parts that are not necessary. Like, let's be honest with you. All you really need is an engine. Battery-powered engine. Of course, you're going to need the battery-powered engine. Of course, you're going to need the wheel bolts, the bolts to do the wheels and the connector rods to them to connect them. Of course, you're going to need brakes. You're going to need that stuff. But there's going to be there's probably some other parts you don't need. Like maybe there's a like freaking maybe like there's a maybe a maybe a gearbox. You don't exactly need a gearbox. Auto auto gear, gearbox. Because most cars are automatic now. You don't particularly near, need tons of gear, tons of little thingy thingies on your car, like where you need to like scroll thingies and that, like in the early 2000s where you had like the car with the little scroll thingies where you had to like twist a knob, all that stuff. That stuff's not necessary. Just click a bloody button and you'll be fine. But yeah... Oh, it's a different place. People hate change. People are not ready for Tesla to rule the world in the automotive industry. They're scared. They want their favourite people like GM, Ford, all these people. 
old people, they want to feel safe. They don't want a Tesla because there's too much fun. Someone died. Uh, guys, the te Tesla stock price went down today. And it wasn't really for a good reason. Like, there's this kid that a kid apparently died. 16-year-old kid, but apparently died in a car. Uh, I I don't believe it actually was that. I don't believe it actually was an autopilot crash. Because, and here's why, because, like, the guy had no seatbelt on. Which can confuse me. Why did he need have a seatbelt on? And that. And also, like, he didn't have a seatbelt on, but why didn't he have a seatbelt on? It's a mandatory law to have a seatbelt on. You're supposed to have a seatbelt on. And to be quite honest with you, guys, if, uh, if it is an automotive, if it is autonomous crash and that you'd have to have your seatbelt on, you can't, you can literally not, if you don't have your seatbelt on, Tesla's autopilot will not engage. It will not work. You are not going to be able to use, it won't be able to do autopilot if the seatbelt, the guy doesn't have a seatbelt on. It's just put into the code. Like, if you don't have your seatbelt on, you can't drive the autopilot. It's in safe, Tesla's is one of the safety, safest vehicles in the game. I hope, the, I hope the guy's parents, I hope they fucking don't get a single penny. They don't deserve a single penny from Tesla. Tesla should not give them a single penny. Tesla should not give them a single penny. I hope they don't. They're just fucking flea bargains trying to get fucking money off the company for next to nothing. Wait until the fucking reports come out. I'll prove that Tesla's fucking innocent. And there's nothing happened here. You always see morons trying to ruin Tesla's brand for no reason. It's because they don't like it. They're scared. They want to stick before GM. The useless car companies are going to go bankrupt. They don't have a scooby what they're doing. Either way, guys, this is a short podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. Sorry about my ranting. I don't particularly like the fact that people are literally discrediting Tesla. It's a good company. I like the safety standards of it. And if I get proven, if this thing gets proven wrong and Tesla are at fault, then I'm sorry. And sorry for your loss. But until that's proving, I still think Tesla should not give him a single penny. Maybe it might be mean. But yeah. I'm not saying that it could happen. I'm not saying it might. It may, they might be at fault. I don't think Tesla are at fault, but we just need to wait and see about the data. I don't. I still don't think that they should give a give Tesla. Should have to give them a single penny. I hope they lose the lawsuit and I hope they get next to nothing from them. But yeah, that's just my opinion. But if they get proven wrong, Tesla freaking get Tesla has to dole them out some money. Oh well, they win. I guess they win. But I really doubt that's going to happen. Either way, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This has been fun. And yeah, uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, you guys will see me on the Team Sketch podcast as we're filming that at 7.30 tonight. Uh, but yeah, I hope you guys had a good day. hope you guys had a fun night. 
Hope you guys have a fun rest of your week. Uh, I will try and launch a podcast on... We'll try for Thursday, guys. We might have time to do one on Thursday. But yeah, I hope you guys have a good day. We'll talk on Thursday. And yeah, this is just a fine way for me to get out my, my thoughts. <sighs> yeah. I might just stay for a bit, to be quite honest with you. You guys ever get the feeling that you might be alone, but sometimes you're lonely, you've got nobody to talk to? I'm not saying I'm lonely, lonely, but I'm just saying it gets lonely. It's not nice being. It's not nice being an investor sometimes. Sometimes it's not all it's cracked up to be when you when you when you know things that other people don't know. Yeah, it makes it hard for you to actually connect on a human level. I'm not saying I'm superior, I'm not saying I'm smart, it's just I've opened my eyes to the world. Sometimes I think I might have been dumb better if I literally didn't know about investing. I'm just saying that because then I'd be more at peace of mind. It's not like I'm not at peace of mind, it's just ever since I've become an investor or started looking at investment or stocks, I feel a complete different person. Meaning, like, my friends and fam, my, my, well, my parents, they can barely understand me now. And that's just because I talk, like, I talk about things that they don't understand. Or don't have any inclination or understanding. Sometimes I don't even think I can even be myself and talk about the things I'm interested in. I feel like I have to dull it down for people. Can I truly be honest with you? Uh... The only time I, I think the last pot, you know, the last podcast that we did, with, I did with Jacob Shadow Miner. Uh, I would have to say that was probably the last podcast I was actually able to talk about myself, not talk about myself, but actually talk like things I'm interested in. Because I quite frankly think I have to dull things down for people sometimes, and I actually enjoy talking about business and that stuff. It's just I don't have any other people to talk about that stuff because. People that are around me, uh, they don't like talking about numbers, they don't talk about investing because they don't have a scooby about how it works. And yes, I can talk to Faith about stuff like this, but even then there's a limit because she's not that... She likes business. Don't get me wrong. She's great. It's just I feel like I can't talk fully about it before I burn, I burn her out. But with Jacob, Shadow Man, I could talk for fucking hours. He would be... Me and him could go endless on business. Which I like, because I I won't be able to talk about my ideas. I want to talk about my future. I want to talk about plans and businesses I want to open up. It's just I can't really talk about it with other people because they don't really have the same ambition. I like it when I can talk to people that have entrepreneurial spirits because I can learn from them. They can learn from me. But if you're talking to the same person that says the same thing, does the same thing, talks about the same thing, uh, I suppose you can't really open up your mindset. So what do I do when I'm off? When I'm off work, well, I invest money. Uh, by the way, guys, I just put in a hundred pound more, more another hundred pound into Palantir shares. I'm slowly going to try and build that up because I want to. I slowly want to try and get over like two. 
I slowly want to try and get over a certain amount of money in it. Like I want to try and build it up to a five million dollar investment. Like I want to slowly put like I want to slowly be able to put ten grand into Palantir in the long run. I'm slowly gonna build it up over time. But yeah. So how much money am I putting in, in the markets a month? I would say last month, I think I checked, I think I put in £500 last month. Like I've just been putting like £100 a week into the markets. Uh, yeah, I've, only, I've just been putting in £100 a week. Uh, I make about like, last month I made a grand or something like that. So I put £500, my, 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 most, my, network, my net worth, into Palantir over the span of like five weeks. And I did this because, well, I like the company. I think it's interesting. I think it's going to be, a, I think it's a, a long, in the long term, I think it's a 30x play. You guys know what Google was in the early 2000s. I think Palantir is going to be what is going to be the next generation version of Google. Same with Tesla. The way I value Tesla is I think of it as an ETF. I get access to a bunch of different sectors. You most people think Tesla's just a car, car company, but really they're more than that. With Tesla, I get access to the freaking automotive industry. I get access to the battery industry. I get into the electric. I get access to the freaking solar power, solar power battery packs. I get access to the freaking power wall circuit. So like utility, energy and utility, the electric utility and all that stuff. Then I get access to, I also get access to like FSD, full self driving. I also get access to freaking robotaxi. So I'm going, companies are going after Uber, Lyft, that industry. Then we've got, then I'm going after the, then I've got, then I've got Peace and Pie of Dojo, an AI neural network that potentially could rival freaking AWS and Palantir, Palantir's foundry on Gotham. To me, I think Palantir is Tesla is pretty much just what Google what Google is in the early two thousands. Uh, a company that's going to freaking dominate. Well, not Google. I think Apple. I think Tesla is pretty much Apple on steroids. What they were in the two thousand, just before they disrupted the iPhone market. And and Palantir is what Google was in the early two thousands. A search engine. I think they've got potential to be one of the biggest search engines. If they were to get into the search industry, I bet they could dominate and like disrupt, defeat, defeat, defeat Google. And the reason why is this because Palantir's got so much data. It's a data mining company. It's a data company. It's a data analytics company. They're not just like one of these companies that literally helps consumers. They they do a lot with data, and data is the new oil. Data, data, it's the new oil. So here's two of my investments I've got: Palantir and Tesla. They're both my biggest positions, and then we got Virgin Galactic, the the company that's just been poised to. Uh, the company that is literally allowing people to go into space and do start the, the starters of space tourism. Uh, and yeah, their own CEO is that confident in that they're going, he's going to be taking his first trip into one of the first trips to space, which I think is pretty cool and sick.
which is an interesting thing because I'm invested in Virgin Galactic. I think it's a really cool company, which I invested in because I like it. I think it's pretty crap, pretty interesting, and I like it. And yeah, like I invested in Virgin Galactic because I like the company. I think it's a really cool company. I think it's really sick. And I decided, you know what? I like this company. We gonna invest in it. I see future. I don't see anything in the long term. Any IPOs I'm looking to investing. Uh, okay, so let, I suppose we should talk about some of them. Uh, here's an IPO I'm looking to investing. Uh, Starlink. It, it's not a company that's IPOing anytime soon. But Elon Musk has said and talked about taking it public. You guys don't know Starlink is an online internet provider. I believe that it could potentially be a $10 trillion company or a multi-trillion dollar company. And the reason why I'm saying this is because, uh, well, because they're da they they provide internet over the inter space internet pretty much. And they're not thinking about this. This company Starlink could be used pretty much for when they build a colonization on Mars, and that that internet company there could be used there for that. It could also be used for other planets as well. So Starlink, think about it in the long run, could potentially be used for other planets. Which is pretty interesting, pretty interesting. And yeah. But yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'll see you guys in the next one. Take it easy, fam. And peace. Bye.